0: Getting ready for the solo nationals. That's next on Inside the SCCA, presented by Blaze Coaching. Dion, what question do you get the most before
1: someone decides to, to get a coach? Rather than the question, I'm going to say the number one comment we get is Dion, you know, I want to coach, but I need to get faster first. I need to get my new personal best. That is the absolute wrong way to think about things. The right time to get a coach is today. The next best time is tomorrow. When drivers spend more time trying to add speed without the right fundamentals, without the right systematic approach, you're increasing risk, and you're forming more strength than bad habits that take us more time to fix. So go ahead, send your video in today. Doesn't need to be the perfect lap, doesn't need to be the perfect session. We can look at your fundamentals, even if you make mistakes and give you actionable tips to start going faster and being safer today. That's Dion von Molke, Rolex
0: 24 and C Ring 12 hour race winner and co-founder of Blaze Coaching. For more info, go to Blaze.io. Links to the runoffs packages are in the show notes. My guest on this episode of Inside the SCCA, presented by Blaze Coaching, is Brian Mason. He's going to help us find out everything we need to know for this year's solo nationals. Brian, how you doing, my friend?
2: Man, I'm doing really well, Brian. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Uh, good good to have you back on. We chatted a while back. We did a, a solo 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this day, one of the more listened to podcasts that we've done.
2: Fantastic. Yeah.
0: Lots of people hopefully learned some stuff. I know I did. Yeah. But, uh, Does that mean we,
2: we should have a solo 201? 201. 201 absolutely. <laughs> that was
0: well. So I'm working through all of the 101s and I still have a few more 101s I've got to check off the list before I want to really get going into the 201s. But that is the plan. We're going to look do, forward to it. We're going to do 201s and 301s and 401s. So. Uh, but yeah absolutely absolutely so welcome back i appreciate you taking a few minutes we are what now
2: 10 days from solo nationals what um that that i'll trust you i don't even know it's all it's like one big day for me right um it's 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 not it's it's, is it labor day weekend or is it the weekend after labor day it's it's so it's it leads up to that right so it's september 2nd through the um or I mean, I'm sorry, September 6th through the 9th. Okay, so so it's yeah. the
0: week after Labor Day, and yeah. uh, and yeah. so so yeah. by the time this Labor airs, Day. yeah, by the time this airs, it'll be about 10 days away, and a uh, lot of lots of people getting ready to to make the trip, and and uh, we wanted to get you on and talk about the what, what's going to happen and and what you're expecting, and if there's any uh, any fun stuff that we should know about. So let's start with. Uh, and, and we're going to talk a little bit at the end about next year uh but mm-hmm. this is and, and and we'll we'll tease we'll tease ahead now this is the 49th scca solo nationals that we're ready to do and uh some things are a little bit different this year so for those of and and for those people who have gone year after year after year i'm sure they're anxious to find out or interested to find out what the changes are uh and and uh, And I understand that the changes are a little bit about organizational, but really the on the on course portion of it isn't going to change very much. Right.
2: Yeah, correct. So, um, so as far as the, the, um, the event itself goes, uh, it's going to be a lot like last year. Okay. Um, in, in terms of, um, operations and layout, um, we, we had a good, that, that, that solo, um, um, the, the, the Trek right the tire rack event center and, um, vendor row was well received, um, very, um, just friendly environment and a good place to hang out. I uh, had food right there, had, had, uh, dinners and stuff and, and, um, awards, awards banquets and, and that sort of thing right, right there in the tent. So, um, So we're going to continue to do that. It'll look a little bit different. Um, Just we're going to rotate it a little bit, make it a little bit bigger, do do a couple small things, but nothing, nothing significant. And um, just just taking what we learned last year, make it a little better. And then um, but the one thing that is different uh, this year and moving forward um, is we're. So in the past, we've always well, it's kind of it's kind of progressed, right? So a long time ago, it was it was hosted by completely by regions, right. um, And then then it went into um, to where there were event chairs, and and, and those chairs would take the uh, couple year every couple years, um, they would uh, they would run it uh, or or be the event chairs for say two years in a row. Got it. Okay. Um, and that that went on for quite a few years. Um, but, uh, one thing we we've done is, is, you know, we, because we run, so we run the national tour events, right. And, and those are, um, essentially little mini nationals, you know, little national championships. And, um, so, so we've been running those for a few years and, and those are operated by the national office or or national staff. And, um, and so we do that every year for 10, 12 events, plus pro solos. And then we get to the national championships and we do it completely different. <laughs> so, right. so what we're, we're doing this year is we're moving to essentially uh, it's a national office or a national staff run national championships. So um, as part of that, I being part of the national staff will take on the um, event chair role. Got it. And um and it's you know being a full time employee we can um, spend you know like Hayward says twenty four seven of course <laughs> um, working on it which is um, not that out not far out of line but um, <laughs> but no that's so that's the biggest difference and then um, you know we still we still run with the Chiefs just as always picked out a great fantastic Chiefs team this year um, we have um, some uh, um, you know other people helping out um, in terms of. Um, helping with the chairing, so to speak, um, with it, I'll, I'll, oversee the whole thing as event chair, but, uh, but we've got, um, Jeff Cox back on board, um, who's just a workhorse and, um, got enough experience and, and energy to take the place of dozens of people. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm glad to have him helping out, um, with, with a lot of the, the muscle part of it and, uh, and just making sure stuff like that, uh, you know, basically set up, um, and, in operations part of it there. So he's helping out with that. And then another person that's really super helpful this year, um, is Tracy Lewis, um, who we've got helping out, so, um, as, as on the admin side. Sure. Um, and, uh, we're lucky that she, um, she's recently found herself with a, le- a little extra time on her hands and we took that time <laughs> and, um, and and probably used it up plus some. There you go. Uh, but she, but yeah, she she's been fantastic, uh, fantastic help for for us uh, with that. So
0: okay. So so when I first saw this, I I, tr- I was trying to figure out if someone, an old person like me, took over the marketing of the sh- of the whole deal, or whether a millennial got a hold of it. Because the the whole back to the eighties thing is first of all cracking me up, but second of all, I love it. Whose idea was it? Um, Who's going to take credit for it? Or Who's going to get the blame for it?
2: (laughs) It's um, I want to I'm going to put the blame or credit more like credit, um, mostly on Hayward uh, Wagner's hands. Of course. Um, Why am I not surprised? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There was, you know, there were some different ideas tossed around and um, and came back to that and kept coming back to that one. Um, and, and the fun part about that is for me, I was a little skeptical at first, um, but I'm a product of the 80s. Of I graduated course. from high school in 84. I started autocrossing in 1983, Okay. Um, made my first trip to nationals in 1985. So, yeah. Um, so it, I kind of it's like I, there's a little bit of nostalgia there for me. Um, so I, I, I was able to get on board pretty quick. And um, but the the response has just been far, just far exceeded my uh anything i could ever imagine i mean I I, I, <laughs> I I i'm uh hayward's hayward made a good decision on that one so
0: i love it i love it and then i love having to explain to some some older folks like me what rick rolling was that was the highlight of the whole introduction of it <laughs> i'm like um see i have a teenager so i know exactly what rick rolling is um because yeah. because they like to do that to me as as often as possible um yeah but i just thought that was just classic such good stuff yeah.
2: Yeah, we've got, um, you know, between between members and staff and, you know, we've got some very creative people out there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Too good. Too good. So for for folks who've never been to Nationals, um, this is held on a working airport, right? On the property
2: of a working airport. Correct. Yep. What kind of challenges does that bring? Um, well, we're lucky in that the, the side of the airport that we're on the apron, as it's called, um, isn't, isn't necessarily active, um, as far as commercial traffic and that sort of thing goes, um, that there is an active runway right outside of there. And, um, and then on the other side, as you sit, we call it plain side and corn side. Um, as you, as you, you look at our apron that we occupy for the, for the couple of weeks and, um. So as you look to what we call the plane side, which is east, um, that's where the, the airport runways terminal is and that sort of thing. Um, the side that we're on, the apron that we're on, um, is, is, is normally, um, at least in the past, it hasn't been continuously used. Although a couple of years ago, um, off at Air Force Base uh, went under some major re- remodeling, reconstruction. Um, and, and so they relocated their operations here to the Lincoln air center, okay. uh, Lincoln airport. And, um, so that's taken up a good chunk of our paddock space. Um, but the the air force has been, um, along with the airport and, um, the, the Lincoln convention and visitor bureau has been extremely, um, cooperative with us. Um, the air force has been just gone in beyond any expectations to, to the point of moving planes for mm. us. Um, wow like overseas wow. <laughs> relocating them. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> just to give us some extra space. Yeah. And, and so it's, um, they're, they're happy to have us. Um, we're happy to, to have them. Um, it's a good partnership, um, but it is active. One, one interesting thing this year, um, which hopefully is temporary is, um, we, in, we now have our paddock and, um, solo downtown area as we call it. Um, we're right by the tire rack event center is now has a taxiway an active taxiway bisecting the area. So, um, so we have to yield to airplanes. <laughs> and, um, but it, it looks um, we did it at spring nationals and, um, and they've run some events there uh, locally in Nebraska region, run some events there. So, um, so we've, we've, we've definitely seen, seen how it works and we're more prepared for it. We just got to make sure that everybody at the event, understands that that area that's that's about 175 feet wide that just goes right through there, it's, it's yeah. toned off, and you can cross it, and, and don't stop, <laughs> and don't park, and don't leave anything there. Because if, if you do any of that, there's 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 the security is right down at the end watching, and as soon as you stop, they'll be on you. Stop.
0: And, and what's kind of cool is the roots of the club, which may, many people may not remember, are on... Air Force bases and airfields. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sebring is still an, an active airstrip, I believe. Yep. Um, but a lot of where our club started doing not necessarily autocross, but even its road racing, was on, on active military bases all around the country. This is back in the 50s and 60s. And a lot of our members from back in the day were, you know, uh, air force and and military personnel who saw what we were doing and got involved
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you know and, yeah and, they, and
2: and they lend themselves very well to to both road racing and yeah and solo events yeah
0: you know so this and, whole uh, thing is kind of almost like an homage to the roots of the club mm-hmm. and, and having it at an airfield and i've always thought right from, from the start that was pretty cool so um, yeah So we, I just saw, we, we just let out the, the run groups, the run orders have uh, have been out. And, and so basically everybody does, um, half of the, half of the classes run on, on, uh, on Tuesday and the other half Tuesday, Wednesday and the other half run on Thursday, Friday, right?
2: Correct. Yep. Yep. And we try to divide it up as evenly as we can. Um, of course that, is uh, there's a lot of guesswork and speculation that because that division is usually done by around March or April, so okay, you're, so you're guessing, right? Um, so it ends up being heavier um, on Tuesday, Wednesday than it is on Thursday, Friday. But uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of divided, right? Try to divide it right down the middle.
0: Do you guys work it out so people? don't who might be doing like you know sharing cars and stuff don't have to share cars on share cars on those days and don't have to be there for the whole four days is that how you try to work it out
2: well with with car sharing and solo it's it's two driver cars and then um then you'll have also have because you have the the ladies classes right um you can have um another up to two ladies, right. And and run. And so we'll run the ladies classes and the open classes, say C street or CSP and, and then the open, as well as the ladies class, those will run on the same day. So maybe it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we'll keep them all together so that, you know, you don't have to be there for four days while your spouse runs, if you're running ladies or whatever, but, um, but, but we, um, but we do, um, keep it, uh, you know, so that you, you run, um, and then you also work to uh, your work assignment would be right while you're running um so it's you know you might work say uh, you know first heat and drive third heat or something um, so that way you know you know you might just be there really need to be there for a uh, check-in on monday and then you run tuesday wednesday or check in on wednesday and run thursday friday um, right a and lot of people stay all week
0: i was gonna say uh, but, do, do a lot of people stay for the entire four days because because there's test in
2: tune prior to it right well yeah so we and actually so, have pro the, solo pro, Pro solo finale, right? Right. So yeah, that starts, um, check-in for that starts on Friday and then we run that Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then that wraps up Sunday afternoon and then we'll have this pro solo banquet Sunday night and then Monday, which is, um, is check-in day. So, so there's, you know, I think right now I'd have to go back and look and we're probably, we have a cap entry cap for the pro solo finale at 275. So So there will be quite a few people that, you know, will be out running the pro solo. And then, um, and then everybody else kind of trickles in. Um, But then Monday is when they really start rolling in. And, um, and then a lot of people stay all week. And one thing that we were really fortunate with, it takes a lot of people to operate the event. Um, And we, we, you know, chiefs, right. We, whether it's timing and scoring or paddock or, um, you know, tech or any of those positions, we, we, you know, we have a lot of great extremely experienced people out there and we can we can have them help us out um with you know certain aspects of the event and and, um and, and those chiefs are all gracious enough to work on their off days so say they're running tuesday wednesday they'll stick around and then they'll so they'll work thursday friday um, and, and that, that frees them up to where they don't, they can concentrate on on, on running their event without having to work while they're sure, doing it. But, sure. but their work duty as a chief is, is really, it's full time, you know, it, it's something they're running. You know, if you're, if you're chief of, if you're a events um, steward or, or chief of course or op steward or something like that, it's, it's an, it's an all day um, deal for you. So, so we'll do that on your, um, on your days off, but, but it, a lot of, you know, we've got, just fantastic uh the community's great and they're they're willing to do that which really makes makes the event um a lot nicer Uh,
0: yeah definitely definitely so so how many do do the vast majority of the folks who run pro solo then stick around for the nationals afterwards
2: yeah yeah pretty much
0: is it because you said there's a 270 cap for the pro solo or something like that
2: Two seventy five, two seventy
0: five, yeah. and and what's the numbers? Do you think you're going to get at this point for for nationals?
2: Well, yeah. right now we're at um, right around eleven thirty. Wow, eleven hundred and thirty. Um, so that's pretty good. Registration will close. Um, it, it the the price went up um, earlier this week. Um, I think it last week. Right, <laughs> it's all running together for me. Sure. Sorry, um, but um, but we did the the um, the price did go up the other day. Um, and then we had a flash sale on Friday. I saw that
0: special. I love that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Got a, got a couple of, uh, people that maybe forgot to enter or decided, you know, maybe nudge them a little bit. Um, we got a couple entries out of that, but we're at 1130. Um, typically, you know, with where we're at, we don't, we don't expect a whole lot more of, um, of new entries. Um, and, and you'll get, you know, you'll get some attrition or, or people that for one reason or another have to, uh have to cancel and uh, so so the number will probably drop a little bit but, uh, but we're happy with that number um, it's it's in line with last year all right and uh, with the challenges that we had going on this year um, we're certainly happy with where we're at
0: definitely so let's do this let's take a quick break uh, when we come back let's talk about some of the fun stuff that goes on at solo nationals and yeah. uh, we'll also take a look back at next year's 50th annual or 50th running of the so- solo nationals we'll do that when we come back, this is Inside the SCCA.
1: Dion, give me three reasons to get coaching started before the runoffs. One, we're going to make you go faster. Two, we're going to help you be safer while doing it. And three, we're going to help you have a lot of fun. The runoffs is the biggest race weekend of your season. So do you want to make the most of it? Do you want it to be the best race weekend of the year? Of course you do. We're going to give you pre-race track guides, video tracks, exercises you show up ready to go every practice day you'll be able to upload your video get coaching sessions back with specific pointers on where to go faster and how to go faster number two all of those coaching points are going to help you also go safer and be more consistent while doing it number three you'll be working with freaking ricky taylor or spencer piggott or colin mullen people you watch on tv they're the ones that know vir well and they're gonna be working one-on-one with you you going to have a blast working with them as well
0: that's dion von Moltke, rolex 24 and Ring 12 hour race winner and co-founder of Blaze Coaching. For more info, go to blaze.io. Links to the runoff's packages are in the show notes. And we're back on Inside the SCCA. Brian Mason's our guest. He's one of the folks in charge of putting on this year's solo nationals. Thanks for coming on with us today. Um, before we get to the fun stuff, now you've been to all of the national tour events, right?
2: I have been to almost all the national tour. Yeah. um, There were, we had two events this year that, um, overlapped. We had a pro solo event and a national tour event, um, simultaneously. We had two of those. Um, so I chose to go to the pro solo events and then Rick Myers, uh, covered the national tour. So I almost made it to every event, but uh, missed those two.
0: So I I find with all forms of motorsports, there are trends, you know, and and Mm -hmm. some things are hot this year. Some things are, you know, there's ebbs and flows as to which classes and stuff are are a little more popular here or if there's something new that might be out there. What have you seen so far this year trending wise as far as maybe is there a particular class that's got a lot of interest this year or is there a particular toy out there that that people are playing with? What 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 do you what have you seen so far this year that we might see at the. At the solo
2: nationals well i i think the big <clears throat> big thing or at least the popular thing at the moment is is the new um right the toyota and uh, subaru the gr86s right right and um they're um they're doing they're quite popular and uh and they're doing pretty well which they would go into d street and okay. um that Makes D Street the largest class wow. nationals this year.
0: How many? How yeah. many do you know roughly? How many we've got?
2: Um, I, I if you give me a second, I could tell you. Um,
0: He's got all the data in front of him.
2: Wow, well, it's you know, it, it's oh. a good thing I'm sitting in front of my computer, A couple clicks away. Yeah, let's go with uh, let's see, D Street, 61 entries. Wow. So, yeah, it's
0: hard to rise to the top of that list when you're competing against 61 people.
2: Yeah, it's it, it'll be fun to watch, and it's it's a, there's a fair variety of cars um, and, and platforms as well. The, the Civic Type R is is um, is pretty popular. So there's quite a few of those, um, but also the GR86. Right, is, uh, there's quite a few of those as well, and then uh, just the older, I say older, right? Uh, the BRZs and the um, 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 FRSs, right? So, sure, sure. so it's you got rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, a um, little bit of there's there's a few people still campaigning the old focuses. Um, right. One of the neat, you know, fun new cars that uh, I think we might see is uh, the Elantra and um, um the Veloster ends. Um,
0: sure, sure.
2: I probably won't see a lot of them, but uh, um, but they're certainly. It's good to see some other makes coming in there trying to trying to get established. So.
0: Do you you think people gravitate to classes that are large and have that kind of competition or are there folks that want to get the class where there might be, you know, 20 people and they've got a better chance of, of getting one of those trophies?
2: I, 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 you know, there's probably a whole bunch of, of both of that. Um, I don't know, you know, gotta, gotta think that, that everybody's competitive and they don't, they don't want to jump into a small class or, you know, pick a small class, right? They, the more, the more cars and, Competitors and more fun it is, and uh, um, so it's it's you know street classes are pretty big this year, um, and um, and you'll see some trends that way right over time um, where where certain ones get get big and, and and smaller. You know street touring classes maybe not, or street street prepared classes might be on the waning side, but uh, <clears throat> but but yeah, this this year um, certainly. Pretty healthy uh, street class yeah, uh, entries. Yeah.
0: All right. So, a- as I understand it, there are two serious things that happen at Solo Nationals. The first is what happens during the daylight hours, mm-hmm. and then there's <laughs> yeah. then there's the serious stuff that happens after dark. <laughs> yes. Tell us about some of the fun stuff that's going on that, that has nothing to do with competition, or maybe there is
2: competition at those things yeah, too. Yeah, I, I, I think there is. Um, so, so I'm gonna plead the fifth a little bit. Oh, come um, on, and now. say that any, anything that happens on that side of the taxiway is. <laughs> is um, how, how's that go? Um, what happens in, the, on that side of the taxiway stays on yeah. that side of the taxiway <laughs> Well I don't know about that but uh, <laughs> but no they have a good time we um, so so we we as national staff will um, we will provide the competition environment of sure. course um, we'll provide the uh, solo area uh, trek area um, organize dinners and that sort of thing <clears throat> awards. But, um, but the activities, the fun activities that go on after dark on the other side of the taxiway, um, we, we let, uh, we let individuals in the regions, um, um, do what they want there. So there's actually a Facebook page, um, which I don't get to get on very often and check up on, but it's an, it's a, um, has all the events. Um, and there's, there's pro solo big wheel racing. There's, um, (laughs) of course, adult beverage exchanges. There's, there's all, all kinds of, um all kinds of different things. And then that's the fun thing about nationals is, and we have the, the ability to do the group paddocks. And, and so, right, so right. whether it's regions or friends or whatever it is, you know, they can block out however many spaces they can, you know, if they got eight, 10, 15, 20 members or, or people that want to group together, they'll just circle the wagons and get their entire space. And, yeah. and, and, and and almost anything goes, and we do have um, paddock marshals. We've got kind of twenty-four hour little paddock marshal that runs around, make sure <laughs> not, we're being quiet after certain sure. hours, and, and yeah. um, you know nothing uh, you know gets too out of hand. But right. um, but for the most part, um, there's there's nev- not a shortage of activities. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just sure. I just, think
0: as they just looking at the schedule, Monday there's the, the women's brunch and car show that's sponsored by Mazda. Uh, there's the uh, the Welcome Lincoln local car show, so in Solo Downtown. Is that it's that a special area on the grounds, Solo Downtown?
2: Uh, well, so Solo Downtown is is, uh, another name for the track, tire rack event center. Got it. Um, okay, so so the 10 is there, and then we have vendor row, um, which which comes off of that, and then in the mid in between the vendor. Um, row is is a center section so we call that solo downtown there's some food vendors food trucks there and um so yeah we do have um the rebels which is a local car club they help out quite a bit with um activities um and and as well as the event and um they they gather up um and they do it as a charity event um every year but um but yeah they'll bring in 150 plus cars um, on a cruise, they'll all get together. They'll cruise. They'll come on in, uh, set, do their own uh, kind of setup, little car show there. Right. And um, and then uh, I think just prior to that, uh, women on track have a um a car show as well. Yep. Um, which would be uh, yep. So some of their competitors, um, will will do the same thing. So nice. that's um that's part of their brunch and right. um and in bingo, um, activity. Right. Mon- so that's a, that's a good time.
0: Monday's also the solo town hall. And then, mm-hmm. of course, yep. the welcome party and the sunset resemb- uh, remembrance toast. Um, Tuesday is the Mazda Motorsports reception and dinner. I'm sure that's probably well well uh, attended. Um, yep. And then, and then you do an awards ceremony at the end of of the Tuesday, Wednesday, and then at the end of Thursday, Friday as well, right?
2: Yeah. So what we do for awards, um, we started doing it last year. and We're going to do it again this year. Is the so the the trophies themselves um, for the class winners class champions who are handed out immediately following the, the competition. So, um, you know, if you run, um, you know, I say you run the East course, um, after you're, you're all done, the classes will, um, gather everybody up there in the grid and, and, uh, do the trophy presentation right then. <clears throat> and then, um, that night, Wednesday night, um, and, uh, it is the, um, the awards banquet for, um, like some of the larger awards Got that it. we okay. have. Okay. Um, and, um, and then, but since the class championships and trophies are all handed out prior to that, what we are doing is we, we call it a photo op, um, this year, trophy winners photo op, and we're going to bring the backgrounds. So we have the big, um, we have trailers, the podiums with the back, just, um, the uh, backdrops, which are, are, you know, we think pretty cool this year. <laughs> and, um, so we'll we'll bring those over and uh, park them over by the trek, and uh, it'll give everybody a chance to do photo ops if they want to get up there with friends. And um, a little, it's it's somewhat organized in that we're you know we're gonna try to say you know get hey everybody that um, you know maybe first time trophy winners get up there um, you know if, if you won five times ten times whatever you know just kind of like do. Do some uh, different different ideas um, just for people to be able to get up and get their photos taken and stuff and in, in, uh, in, in front of the backdrops. So, and then that'll again uh, happen. So that's for the Tuesday, and Wednesday competitors, and then uh, Thursday, Friday competitors will do the same uh, Friday night as well.
0: Awesome, awesome.
2: Just no no sit down dinner um, on Friday night.
0: Got it, got it, got it. All right, so we're we're on the 49th solo nationals next year's a big anniversary the 50th i know Mm -hmm. from what i've understood what i understand plans are already in the works is there anything you can tease us with at this point in time
2: well um plans are in the beginning stages right um so so right now it's it's um it's a lot of um ideas uh that we're we're tossing around um i will say that we have a special um grand marshal for the 50th running of the solo national championships and that would be howard duncan
0: oh i thought you were gonna make us wait because
2: i knew (laughs) i knew who
0: it was and i was like is he going to share it with Mm. us is this public knowledge
2: yeah yeah so Howard duncan will be grand grand marshal and um but we've got a lot of uh, a lot of good ideas um as far as um, activities and um, but a lot of you know a, a lot of it um, just stems around the history of it um, nostalgia I don't know if that's yeah. the right word or not um, but, but one thing we'd like to see is, is um, to get some people out um, whether it's their first nationals or or people that haven't been out in a while and, um, and try to get them back out um, encourage them to come out with different activities um we're, we're hoping it's it's um you know still a certainly a it's a national championship so we're, we've got the serious competition going on um, but at the same time it'd be neat to see some um, some folks come out with some a lot of those cars are still around right yeah um people people hang on to that stuff and uh be, it'd be neat to have uh see some of that come out and maybe get them on display or maybe get them run around the track a little bit
0: I'm thinking maybe the 50th solo nationals should be my first solo nationals.
2: I, I think if you can't make it this year, it definitely should be your first solo nationals.
0: Well, I, I know I'm not going to make it this year, sadly, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think that we should uh, maybe I should consider putting some numbers on the Honda fit and uh, figuring out what class that thing goes into and, and running some solos here in Southern California or throughout the spring. And, uh, and coming to see if we can, uh, we can do some damage or not damage. Maybe that's not the right term.
2: <laughs> right.
0: And, uh, and run my first solo nationals.
2: You should do it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, like you, like I said, it's open to anybody. Um, so, uh, you know, there's no qualifications right. or, uh, or anything like that anymore. And, um, so yeah, so you can, you can run some local events, get, uh, get used to it, or you could just, uh, bring your car out and put yep. some numbers on it and, Maybe, you know, sign up for a couple of test and tune runs and then uh, and then just hit it. So Um, so we have have... we certainly have people that do that to just run that one event every year. Yeah.
0: You had mentioned that uh, our stories are very similar. Uh, My first solo, I I graduated from high school in 88 and my first solo was in 87. So I Mm -hmm. also uh, dabbled my toes in it when I was in high school. So uh, I have not done a solo in a very, very long time. So um, most of my life in the SCCA has been spent on the road racing side, but uh, but I've always enjoyed the time I have spent doing solos. So I think it'll be good to uh, do a little bit of that next year and uh, and then maybe uh, maybe come and uh, have some fun with you guys in Lincoln.
2: Yeah, I hope so. Love to have you.
0: You said you've got are there really folks who just come every year and do just that one event? Is that pretty, pretty somewhat common? Does that happen a lot?
2: I don't know if it happens a lot, right? Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's 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 certainly people that do that. Um, so we still have um, they're called the hundred percenters, right? It's the handful of people that have been to every single solo nationals. Really? Yeah. And um, so I, I don't. Um, I, I I would imagine that they run a few events during the year. Sure. Um, but um, but yeah, so- I think there's there's some people that uh, don't run a whole lot and then come to Nationals. So sure.
0: how many people are in that club that have done all 48 and this will be their 49th. Do you have, do
2: you have that this? This will be their 49th. Um, I, I don't have it in front of me. I believe it's six wow. that are left. That's, that's totally off the, uh,
0: off the cuff. Yeah.
2: Get, uh, yeah. Off the cuff. We won't of hold you head. to the number, but that's still pretty um, impressive. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, a, um, and then there's, there's, a, there's a couple more that, um, are only like one shy or two shy of that. Um, where they, for one reason or another had, had to miss one recently, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. And, um, and there's a lot of people that have done 40 yeah. of them. And, and, um, so, so there's a book out there, I'm sure hopefully everybody knows of it. Rocky, uh, puts together every year, which is the, um, the numbers mm-hmm. and, um, it's a big thick book, but, uh, but yeah, it's got all those fun things in it. Like how many you know people have done twenty and thirty and forty and you know every one of them. And, right. Uh, it's it's fun to leaf through it and look at it. Um, and uh, but yeah, there's a lot of. That's the neat thing about solo is is um, you know it, it's uh, it's it's not such that that you, know, you can't uh, you can't do it for. Boy, forty-nine years sure, plus, sure. right? And, it's, and, and still, and uh, still get out there and do it.
0: From a financial standpoint, it's not unobtainium. You know, you don't have to have, you don't have to have a fancy car, although the fancy cars are cool. And yeah. uh, you don't have to have the fastest car, although the fastest cars are cool. But uh, you can get out there and have fun and and test yourself against yourself, which is also a lot of fun. And that's what I always found about found out about it when I did my solos. I was doing it in a Chevy Cavalier. And, uh, yeah, had it just a blast with it, you know, and it was out, you know, out there having fun with a car and doing a little bit and just testing. I I just wanted to be a little faster every run. That was my goal, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: So, you know, some of the, some of the younger folks that are listening, this broadcast might, might not think, you know, but the Cavalier at one point, right? Z 24. Well, it, was, it wasn't, was there. It was, you know, it was kind of a performance car for the, you know, at the yeah. time, right?
0: It, it, unfortunately, <laughs> mine was not a Z 24. <laughs> mine was the uh, standard old uh, two cylinder, four cylinder. It had, it had four cylinders. It was the 2.0 and uh, it did have a manual transmission. So it had that going mm-hmm. for it. But uh, yeah. yeah, mine wasn't even a fancy Cavalier. It was just a plain old Cavalier. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, that's, That was the fun thing about the eighties. You know, it was, yep. So. the idea of what was performance was we thought was performance. Um, <laughs>
0: Definitely. Now we just performance art. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so. Brian, thank you so much. I look forward to it. Uh, we're going to try to keep track of what's going on throughout the week. And, uh, We'll definitely talk about it on the show as we get going here. So uh, again, thanks for the update. We'll we'll get back together, and and I'm sure as we get closer to the fiftieth, we'll do this some more, and we'll we'll also get out there and do. We did a solo one hundred one. Now we got to do a solo two hundred one. So
2: yep, yeah, and uh, like I said, after um, after um, after this soul, after this nationals is over, um, as we get close to the beginning of the year, um, there's going to be a lot of activity in terms of of, um, uh, for the 50th, um, whether it's, it's, uh, releases or newsletters or shows or what have sure. you, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, we're really looking forward to it and we're gonna, um, we're gonna make sure everybody else is, uh, knows it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> so. gonna
0: be a lot of fun. I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, so that's going to do it for this week's episode of Inside the SCCA. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the Racing Wire podcast network so you won't miss an episode. Leave a comment, especially if it's a good one. You can follow us on social media to find out who our next guests are. Leave questions on Twitter. It's at RacingWireNet. There's a new Inside the SCCA every week. I'm Brian Polanski. Have a fantastic weekend, and go play with cars.
1: Hi, I'm FE2 driver, Kelton Jago, and when I'm towing my car to the racetrack, I listen to Inside the SCCA podcast.
0: The Inside the SCCA podcast is an independent media outlet owned, operated, and managed by Rule 15 Productions. Rule 15 Productions uses the SCCA name with permission, but without direction or influence from the Sports Car Club of America.